Well, hello everyone and welcome back to Gigi in the 561. Thanks for being here with us again, Gary. Hello, you're joining me today. You know, it's Friday. Let's say I thought this is a good day to join Gigi. It's a nice pop in. Um, it is Friday when we are doing the podcast, but it could be any time when people are listening. So it doesn't really matter. Well, that's true. There's no real time element to a podcast. There really is not. Um, it's a little bit cloudy. It is. It is. Where it looks like it's going to rain probably any time now in the Palm Beaches. It does. That's life in the tropics. We had the we had the top down earlier, so I had to put the top back up just in case. <laughs> just in case. Um, speaking of uh, you know kind of where we live, uh, I was reading today that John Travolta and Kelly Preston, the year they married the late Kelly Preston, uh, bought a mansion, a 20-bedroom mansion, on a little island off of Maine, off the coast of Maine. Anyway, they're selling it, he is selling it um, for $5 million. That doesn't seem like a lot to me for a mansion of 20 bedrooms. Maybe it's because we live where it's like New York, where the tiniest little place costs a million dollars. Yeah, I would. I wonder maybe if, if uh, just been the location. You know, they have such harsh winters up there in Maine that maybe it uh, depresses the value somewhat. Well, we certainly know that's why we uh, have such high prices here. Uh, Harry and Meghan have officially stepped away forever for, from their royal duties. They will not be assuming those again when they left the United Kingdom, it, it was portrayed as being, they're stepping away for a year, you know, come back. And therefore, the Queen has uh, kind of uh, stripped them of all of their patronages, and they, it's unclear about their titles, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, that's unclear uh, if they will still if that is they're expecting their second child, um, they will not be returning to the UK. What a lot of people are pointing out about this scenario, they have taken a lot of bashing, both of them and Meghan in particular, uh, since they first got together, since they were first engaged, even their engagement was marred. According to everything that I've read, many, many, many sources have I read this in, and uh, sadly, they have portrayed them um, as ungrateful people when in reality they're trying to make it on their own and they have repaid the, the money they owed on the renovations on Frogmore College, uh, <laughs> Cottage. Um, but, but to me what is uh, glaring is how Andrew, you know, sits there and um, it, little things trickle out about him. Uh, he's a scoundrel, for, uh, allegedly. But boy, you know, it, is it because it's always the you know women that get bashed? It's it's like Meghan's fault that Harry is stepping away from his family and his duties. And well. Harry's a grown man, going on 40. Um, you know, um, why shouldn't they have their own life? He's like seventh in line or something to the throne. 
have your own life. Why should he walk around? I've said it before, but why should he walk around in, you know, William's shadow and accepting William's crumbs? I think to me, the the monarchy is going to be incredibly bland without them. Yeah, and honestly, I think they're both much better off having this, you know, zip cut, uh, and because they didn't make the decision, they wanted their own life. You know, they didn't want to live in the shadow of the of the royals, and you know, this is just, you know, validation for them that they probably picked the right path, and uh, you know, just cut those ties and go ahead and and you know be the independent couple that they wanted to be and pursue their own dreams and, and not be tied down to tradition or or some some something that they certainly wouldn't find as fulfilling as trying to lead their own lives. I think what is so glaring to me it's that is nature. You you grow up and you grow away from your I realize not in all cultures, but in many cultures, you grow up and you move away, maybe not physically, maybe you live in the same town, but you have your own life. You don't continue to be at the beck and call of your parents and what their wishes are and what they tell you to do. And to me, it's kind of like, well, if they can't tell Harry and Meghan uh, how to live their life, then they are ne'er-do-wells toward the the royal family. I, I don't know, I, I find it, it's not very modern. It is not a very modern uh, way to be. Many people, in what I was reading a lot of stuff today, believe that when Elizabeth goes, that will be a, a, a real turning point for the royal family because a lot of people are not willing to continue to support uh, to, to support the way that it has been for her many, many years uh, on the throne. And so it will change it. I don't know. I think the British, what they always say is uh, they, the royal family will bring in a lot of money. They make a lot of money for that country, for the United Kingdom. But do they? When you factor in the amount of wealth that that they have and and also they spend so i don't know i think it's interesting but good for harry and megan and i hope that they will have a happy life and i, I hope people will stop hounding them because i feel like it's uh it's very racist uh and, and i think they're mad their people are mad because he married an american they're mad because of her background uh they're mad because he won't be at the beck and call of William and Kate. And, you know, you can see where Harry and Meghan were already outshining William and Kate. And they should be, William and Kate should be happy with their place. But they are, I'm sorry, they're just bland and vanilla. And, you know, I've always loved the royal family. I love everything British. But they are bland. And they are, you know, even in their Christmas card, they were all beige they wore beige <laughs> in a christmas card i mean you know so uh but i do think it's it's uh, very unfair to the the, the uh, abuse that has been heaped upon megan and both of them but in particular her if she is uh, a, a matahari uh, trying to break up a family that will be revealed in time but that's really no one's problem except harry's so Absolutely. There you go with that. 
Uh, Justin Bieber and his spouse uh, also are selling a home in Beverly Hills. They have several places um, to live, but they are losing money. He is losing money on it. He bought it um, for nine something million. They're selling it for eight. Something. So he's taking a, a pretty good hit. So I think uh, real estate around the country with COVID, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think it's it's kind of hurting uh, everywhere. I don't know around here because we haven't looked, but in many places it, it is hurting. You know, Justin is one of those people, if you ask me what he's famous for, I couldn't even tell you. I don't even, you know, I could. Is he a singer? Is he? Oh yeah, you know, honey, he's a singer. Uh, but I couldn't. I couldn't tell you any of his songs. Well, it's because you're not twelve. I, I mean, you know, like, if he's a, he's a. It's it's a to use a very old term. It's the world of teeny bopperism. It's like they have to have someone, like uh, you know the the uh, Sean Cassidy, and they have to have these. I can't even think of any of these uh, these. They're they're pop. They're not. They they don't have the depth, in my opinion, of a long-lasting musician that has the, the the chops to to really last. They are. If they're smart, they bank their money while they're while they have this huge fan base, and and they they invest it because it won't always be. He's no Tony Bennett. I mean, he's not, you know, Tony Bennett, who has had, uh, sadly, he has issues now, but he has had this incredible career because, you know, talent. Yeah, like our Eric Clapton or a Steve Winwood. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, it's, that's never dying, lasts forever. Um, so, so many, uh, Marvin Gaye, Smokey. Uh, they're they're there they're forever yeah they're forever legendary there. absolute legendary uh more oh just it, it's dribbling out about the sex in the city pilot you know that is are not the pilot but the series that um, has been greenlit greenlit by hbo called um and just like that and it has been revealed that not only will Kim Cattrall not uh, be in it wisely, but uh, the, the uh, actor who played Big, Chris Noth, will also not be appearing. He is in some other show that I need to look up because it's supposed to be pretty good, but he is definitely in our show. And David Eichenberg, who played, uh, uh, who played Miranda's husband, uh, Steve, is it's iffy if he will return. It, I think he's in negotiations for that. They, the speculation is they will kill off Big. So it appears, the article that I read today, uh, that Sarah Jessica Parker has been desperate to do this remake because she loved the, the script of the movie that didn't make it mm. onto the screen. So turning it into this series, it apparently is what they're doing. This is just what I'm reading, uh, where they believe that they kill off big. And that's why she wanted to do the movie so bad because she, it was just, it's heartbreaking. And it's was she was quoted as saying the script for the movie that didn't materialize and that they will kill off big. 
and many of the people commenting on that said if this is going to be a movie about them killing off big and then she's a grieving widow all through it and then she reunites with Aiden and they dust off John Corbett's character uh, oh, what a what a flaming flaming mess it could be so that doesn't sound promising. The more it leaks out, the more you think, maybe I may skip this one. That's what many people are saying. It's like it had a time, it had a place. And by the time the second movie hit the screens, it was jumping the shark. That was that was such an incredible bomb to to move the location where they did. I mean, it was it's like what were they thinking in that? Who gave them the money to do that, to move it to out of New York? Because New York was the city so um, the more you read about it I have no intention of watching it anyway but it just yeah doesn't look good does not does not sound good or look good but what does look good is I was watching a clip of the uh, perseverance uh, yes the new uh, Mars survey vehicle wow did you see the video of that I have not. I've read a lot about it, but I haven't seen the actual video. The video is really incredible because it's NASA. NASA. That's near us. Yeah. NASA. Uh, the, you know, their their uh, control, one of their controllers in California, as they are uh, speaking. It was a woman uh, about the progress as it was about, the, you know, the parachute was deployed and then as it began its descent and then it's separated from that and they're uh, very very hopeful and the first images were you know coming back but did you read that it it's equipped with a little with some sort of helicopter oh like a drone maybe it didn't say drone it, huh. it, it did not say drone that's what i thought but the it said helicopter now i'm assuming a drone but the the, the terminology there was Huh. somewhat different oh, cool. than so they're expecting that will be the first time in space that anything like that will be attempted so I think that's incredibly exciting it's amazing really to think that you know here we are millions and millions of miles away controlling the technology on Mars and yeah. being able to almost feel like you're there yeah. you know on this other world the it uh, it's it's taken a while to get there it started its journey uh, the SUV-sized uh, Perseverance in July, last July, and made it there in February. And c can you imagine this thing just going through space? I mean, it's just incredible. And there, there are apparently a lot of new missions on the books. You know, the Chinese are very active. They really are very aggressively trying to pursue Mars in uh, launching, uh, they they said um, there might be a Chinese space station up by next year. Uh, and then there's another uh, manned mission to the moon planned uh, in about three years. By the Chinese? By the Americans. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm sure the Chinese are also probably looking at doing that too. But it's just a flurry of activity now of, of uh, new space exploration. They said they hope to where this landed on Mars is a, there's a kind of a, a, a crater that they hope to get microbes from that will reveal ancient, potentially ancient 
uh, life forms. Yeah, they feel really pretty confident that there was life, um, probably a lot of it, on Mars in the far distant past before it lost a lot of its atmosphere. Uh, but it's fascinating. It is, and when you look at the at the photos beaming back, and you just see here's this red dirt, and then black. It's just blackness. Mm. You know, it's just it's a little bit terrifying to 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 look at that. It's just it's so different worldly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, other otherworldly. Yeah, yeah, it, it uh. truly is. But it was fun to see the the eruption in the control center there uh, at NASA when it was just totally quiet. Everyone was rigid at their monitors, uh, just banks of it and these big screens as uh, the, I guess the head person was uh, giving the moment by moment uh, progress. And then uh, when it landed, there was a clapping and happy, but then when it made the separation, uh, it was it just erupted. Even though they did distance, they were all masked up, and they did a fist bumps. They said it it normally would be a lot of hugging mm -hmm. and running around, but they they really didn't do that. But I enjoyed the clip very much. I I, I am no uh, I am not inclined. My brain is not. I am the creative side, the the math science side of my brain. Um, much to the chagrin of my father, uh, it just doesn't uh, it just doesn't do it for me in that way in school and like ooh just can't wait to do experiments and you know no mm -mm, no mm -mm. but growing up and and being with my, with my dad and all of the the NASA stuff that I shared with him that part does interest me when it's when it's uh, the kind of the fruits of their labors yeah uh, it's very exciting to me um, how they get there is not so exciting to me but the fruits of it very exciting well they said social media erupted uh when it landed um asking about you know have they seen the martian yet or the the actor that was stranded on mars oh, that's funny matt damon matt damon yeah <laughs> They were saying, you know, where is he if you where's, found him? Where's Matt? Go rescue Matt. Where in the world is Matt Damon? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but anyway, that about wraps it up for me today. I hope that uh, everyone will go to North Palm Beach Life and see what you've been up to over there. Yeah, we've got uh, your, you know, your uh, new podcast. Uh, very, uh, very interesting interviews with interesting people. Uh, you need to go and check out Gigi and the 561, and we got a new one coming up we on do. Monday. You do need to come back to Gigi and the 561 on Monday, because we have a new guest that will be speaking with me. Yes, and, and it was fascinating. You don't want to miss it. And I hope that you will just continue to rewind back if you've missed any of them um, through January and February. We have had some fascinating people. I think you will enjoy each and every one because they're all very, very different in their topics and um, very, uh, very generous with sharing their thoughts on their topics. So uh, go ahead and, and drill down. We're on many platforms. We are on Spotify. We are on iTunes, Pandora, 
Well, you can always find us at NorthPalmBeachLife.com. The fun thing about that is when you find us on our website, you get to see a photo, at least one, of the uh, person speaking, the, the podcast guest. So you can put a face with the voice. So we like, we like to do that. Absolutely. So everybody have a great weekend. Stay tuned.